know what's sad is that this week we're going to have to revisit violence at Donald Trump events. Isn't that ridiculous? I'm even going to steal a page from his playbook. Sad! We're going to talk a little bit about that and some of the videos that have surfaced against Donald Trump. And oh yeah, I kind of owe the man an apology. And we're going to open with that. What else can we cover? I think Tuesday is a big day. And I mean a big, huge, huge day for a certain politician. We'll go over the details. And if there isn't enough problems going on in the world, movie billboards and how they offend people. All this and more coming up. Thanks for tuning in. This is FritzCast. So why is it that I have to apologize to Donald Trump? Well, if you remember last episode, I, I kind of, towards the end, I got into a little rant about Donald Trump backing away from a, a debate opportunity, a, a debate opportunity with the burn man. And uh, in there, I might have shouted something about uh, your candidate's a freaking liar uh, because he didn't raise $6 million. Well, <laughs> Karma's a, a karma's a bitch. Karma's a bitch. Because right after I posted that, that's when Donald Trump uh, went on CNN. or Well, he went on and had his news conference about how he raised something like $5.6 million to veterans organizations and spouted off lists of a bunch of uh, where all the money went. And look, I'm a man. I, I'm a man. I will stand up here and I will say when I was wrong about something. And I was dead wrong about this. I, I fell into the news bait because, I mean, honestly, it took a while for this money to, to show up and where it was going and where it was going, what, what organizations it was going to. Uh, it was about transparency. And, and now I feel like a total dick. Uh, my apologies to Donald Trump and Donald Trump supporters alike. Because I don't say it to throw hate at the guy. I just, you know, for the longest time, it was I raised all this money for the vets, but there was no reports of where the money went, how much it w- actually was, and it just seemed like pandering to me. It seemed when it seems like endless pandering to me. I hate pandering. I could go into a spiel right now about, you know, let's look at Donald Trump's past. Let's see how much Donald Trump has donated to, to veterans organizations in the past, and. We could literally, maybe we would dig up and find absolutely nothing. Maybe he never contributed a dime to veterans organizations until now when it would benefit his political cause. And I still think his supporters would be like, it doesn't matter because nobody else has done anything now. And I mean, this is what I mean. You know, I don't know Donald Trump's past with veterans. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's donated money periodically or before or in the past. I don't know. But I do owe the man an apology. I do owe his supporters an apology. And I owe all you an apology for going on a tirade rant and saying he didn't raise this money. He didn't raise. He didn't raise. Did not happen, people. That was my exact words. Did not happen. Well, apparently it did. So I'm eating my words now. And we'll go into more sympathetic Donald Trump stuff in a little bit. But as always, welcome to the Fritzcast. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful day today. Blue sky, sunny. Uh, yesterday was supposed to be supercell thunderstorms like all day, and it like it cracked down rain for like maybe an hour. 
So there was that. My voice might sound a little off, might sound a little low. Uh, I apologize for that. Been sick as a dog, been coughing, and it's really funny. I wake up in the morning and I might cough a little bit, and then throughout the day periodically, uh, well, not periodically, but throughout the day, I'm absolutely fine. Uh, I don't feel stuffed up, I don't feel clogged, and I don't cough. Then when I go to lay down to bed, well, actually, it's like 10 o'clock, 10 p.m., all of a sudden I start coughing. And it's like literally like every couple minutes, just coughing. And then when I go to bed, it's like it, it turns from every you know couple minutes to every other minute, two coughs. Every other minute, two coughs. Every other minute, two coughs. It's, it's annoying. My voice was actually shot over the weekend. Like I was straining to go above uh, anything about here. I was talking, and it wasn't going above this. It wasn't getting any louder than this. This is the baseline that it was going to be. So I thought that uh, I was going to sit in front of this microphone today and be all horse with rage. Horse with rage. But that's not the case. I can actually can actually breathe. My voice doesn't sound too bad. And I have water. So there's always good to have water. Sorry about the little bumpings there. Maybe the show will get professional one day. Who knows? So my past week... Uh, Nothing really to report on. Actually, today I'm getting ready to, when this is done, when I'm done, I'm going out to my my grill, and I'm going to try smoking for the first time ever. First time ever. I'm going to smoke a pork shoulder. going to see how that turns out. I need a couple of hours today to do it. It's a little only, it's a little only four, four, four pounder, you know, it's a little thing, you know. So I'm going to put it in there, you know, put the smoke on, you know, uh. You know, let it go, and, you know, try to, you know, we'll see how it goes, you know. Uh, I had to learn grilling pretty much by myself. I had to learn charcoal grilling by myself. I have the hang of that now. People like my food when I cook out, so there's that. There's absolutely that. And, of course, school off and on. Like, school, I'm very interested in one of my classes. It is, I believe, Applied Strategies. Applied Communication Strategies is actually the last required class I need in communications. I like that class. Uh, just the other, just uh, last week, my assignment was to read over a couple different Supreme Court cases over free speech and write an analysis of it. And the one case that I picked was real interesting. I could link it directly to doing things like this podcast. Just a sidebar note for when my wife listens too. I need a I need a new computer. This this thing's starting to show its age. Anyway, I titled the paper "Are There Limits to Free Speech?" And the case that I went over was it was what was it? Hold on, it was Milkovich versus Lorraine Journal Company. The story is that Ted Diaduane, I believe that's his last name. Wrote this article on a sports story. The, the The issue was Milkovich was a high school wrestling coach. There was some incident that went down at an event. He and the dean of schools were involved. They had to testify before the Ohio State Supreme Court. And they had this one ruling on it. And then they had a, a revisit or a retrial. Something to that nature. And the case got reversed. And when the case got reversed, Ted Diadon, uh wrote an article in the paper 
saying basically that Milkovich and Scott was the other guy, saying that these two guys lied, essentially. Uh, his exact line from the article in question, the headline of, of the article was blatantly stated that uh, that they lied at this. Um, the whole article was a, was a piece about how lying can apparently get you out of anything and and the the line in question that he wrote was let's say quote everybody at the event knows in his heart that Milkovich and Scott lied at the hearing end quote big court case uh dinged back by the Ohio Supreme Court saying Diadwin was a was Diadion, I believe is his name. We're going to go with Diadion. Ohio dinged it back, said it was a constitutionally protected right for him to write it and that it was a, his opinion. Supreme Court heard it, and it was a 7-2 decision in favor of Melkovich against the the paper that published it and Diadion, who they said that the way it was presented... It was libel, it was slander, uh, and it was written as if the writer knew as a fact that this guy perjured himself at a Supreme Court hearing. Something along those lines. It was very interesting. Read up on it if you want to. Read up on it for the details if you really want to that bad. Very interesting case, though. I picked it because after reading through all the other cases, I was like, well... That's kind of what I do. I, I go, I, I record these podcasts, I look at the news and sources, and I formulate opinions, and I spout them off. And I never really never really gave two thoughts about uh, libel, slander, anything like that. Because I don't, I don't record these and intend to tear people to shreds and soil their character. Nor am I in, really in a position for that. This is, a, this is a show that I upload on the SoundCloud. I pay for the space on SoundCloud. I upload it, and it goes to iTunes and all the other podcasting places so you can all hear it. That's how this works right now. I'm not I'm not getting paid to sit in a, a radio studio to talk. I would love to be. I'd really what Radio producers, my email is in the description. But I don't do that. I've, sta- I've stated that several times. It's what I would love to do. But in the meantime, this is completely self-funded, so I put money into the show, and I host it on SoundCloud. That's That's how this works. So, in terms of being influential, unless you're really out there listening to me and going, wow, this guy's influential. I mean, thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Please spread the word. (laughs) That's all I can get at. But, you know, it, it made me think. I was doing that case after I scorned Donald Trump for not raising money, and I was wrong, and that's why I apologize. I apologize. Please don't crush me like a bug. I'm not. I'm not worth crap anyway. Really, I'm not. Not loaded here. Not full of money. So, that being said, I said we have to talk about violence at Donald Trump rallies again. Remember, I did like a whole scathing episode where I just I shot down all these people being violent at Donald Trump things. This is insanity. Look, I understand. That Donald Trump is kind of a divisive character. I get that. He has very controversial policies 
on a broad spectrum. There's lots of people who are offended. And some people really like Donald Trump because he doesn't care if he offends you. And I get that too. Not agreeing with somebody is something that is absolutely fine. And you you can argue your point. What you can't do, what what you know what makes your argument invalid? Is when you can't do anything other than corner people, throw eggs at them, beat them up, spit on them, verbally harass them, try to break their car, try to intimidate them in a large group. I watched some of these videos, like the, like the woman that gets eggs tossed in her face. There's a big, giant group of men around her flinging filth at her, both verbally and physically. And the whole, the, the, it's a matter of precedence almost. If this were, for instance, if this woman were in favor of, say, Bernie Sanders, okay, and a bunch of people went to go protest Bernie Sanders, and this woman was surrounded, got, got surrounded by men and had things thrown at her and spat on and, and yelled at, and a whole group of intimidating men were doing this to her, it, it would be an even bigger deal. Like that group of men would be crucified almost. And it seems like it just it happens at the Donald Trump stuff and they're like, well, that's what they get for supporting Trump. The violence has got to end. And it's not it's not just people like me saying it. You have Barack Obama condemning it. You have Bernie Sanders condemning it. Here, quote from Barack Obama. It is very important for us to remind ourselves of who we are and what is best about American democracy and not slip into some of the bad habits that currently manifest themselves in the other party. We saw in San Jose these protesters starting to pelt stuff at Trump supporters. That's not what our democracy is about. That's not what you do. There's no room for violence. There's no place for shouting. There's no room for a politics that fails to at least listen to the other side, even if you vehemently disagree. Because I believe if you've got the better argument, then you don't need to do that. Just go out there and organize and persuade. End quote. And absolutely. Why? I mean, from what I recall, and I could be wrong, uh, the, the 2008 and the 2012 elections, I don't recall there being big groups of protesters doing crap like this. Just being despicable human beings. Okay, but, but fellow millennial uh, Bernie bots, here's a quote from Bernie. Quote, I understand how reprehensible and disgraceful Donald Trump's positions are, how ignorant they are, how much he is appealing, and I can understand the anger. I surely can. The bigotry that is coming from his mouth, the insults to the Mexican community, the Latino community, and the Muslim community, and women, and African Americans, and veterans, I understand the anger. But we are not going to defeat Trump, you know, by throwing eggs or getting involved in violence of any kind. We defeat Trump when we stand together as one people and fight for a progressive agenda. End quote. And mind you, one of those people that I just quoted... We won't go into details on who he is. But I pretty much disagree with 
almost every solution to problems that he has. But I can respect that he comes up and says, hey, dumbasses. If you want to get your point across, do it with words. Do it intelligently. Don't do it in these stupid little roving gang groups that you got. It's, it's stories like this that make me hate people. You know what I mean? You ever hear somebody say, oh, I just I hate people. Hate them. Can't stand them. You want to know why people form little tight-knit circles and groups and, and don't go out and socialize anymore? It's because of BS like this going on. The fact that you could be going to a presidential rally and get pelted with eggs or get chased down by people. And the thing is is that all these protesters getting the, uh, the, the media attention, all these guys, they're going... With the intent to rile people's feathers, to get physical and violent, they're the types that they're the these specific people. I'm not going to say everybody protesting Donald Trump because that's not true. But these specific people, they're going with the intent for something to happen to coerce people into some kind of physical altercation. It's despicable. It's reprehensible. It's dumb. It's stupid. These people are the type that can't do what I'm doing right here. Sit in front of a microphone, organize your thoughts, say them, share them on the internet, spend your own goddamn money to host the file. Do your own self-promotion actively, knowing that people are going to see it, listen to it, and say, man, this guy's full of shit. Sorry for my colorful language today, but working in a prison, it comes second nature almost. Like, I slip all the time now, and I apologize. I know some people aren't, you know, faint of heart when it comes to curse words, and some of them to me are, are what you would find in the kitty dictionary right now. But it's pissing me off to no avail. I can't, I, I'm, I'm not... I'm not the type of person that could ever go to an event and just pelt somebody with rocks or eggs or with my words or chase them down in a group and push them and shove them and try to get them to do something to me. And I'm in a business that's filled with conflict. I'm in a business that I deal with people who end up in jail because they do that very thing. And if some of these people got locked up, if some of these people who were doing this at the Donald Trump protest, if they got locked up, they would be crying. They're the, time, they're, the, they're the people that come up to me as a sergeant in the building and go, Man, I, this is my first time in prison and I'm so scared. And I'm Sorry, you did something to end up in here. But that's the thing. These people aren't even being like arrested. It's like the riot police are there to make sure that nothing gets intense. And I can't blame them either because, you know what, if the police did something and the police grab somebody, throw them on the ground and throw them in handcuffs, then all of a sudden, police brutality and, and we have a whole other set of protesters coming to the show. Doesn't matter what caused them to get thrown onto the ground. I could go, I could go on and on and on about indicators, pre-assault indicators that you look for. If somebody's storming towards you, if they have balled up fists, if they're shouting angrily, if they're actually openly threatening you, <laughs> I, could, I could go on a tirade, but I'm not going to. All I'm going to say is, 
if anybody is listening and knows people that goes to these protests and tries to rile people up, tell them to stop. Tell them to grow up. And tell them, especially the guys out there doing it, tell them to be a freaking man. So that brings me to Tuesday. Tuesday, it might just be... Man, that is cheesy. Yeah, uh, Tuesday's possibly the, uh, the the final countdown. Reading through this article, five things to know for the final Super Tuesday from the Evening Tribune. What are their five things? Wow, that is a really short article. Let's not go with crap. Forget them. How's the Wall Street Journal sound for y'all? Bernie Sanders' campaign is split over whether to fight on past Tuesday. The senator has vowed to press his case, but some urge him to unite behind Clinton. Here's the nitty-gritty, folks. The current delegate count for Hillary Rodham Clinton is 1,809 pledged delegates, 548 superdelegates, and she only needs 2,383 to win. Bernie has 1,520 pledged delegates, 46 superdelegates, for a total of 1,566. Meaning that, yes, with superdelegates, Hillary is only... A smidgen off from clinching it. Bernie can argue all he wants about the superdelegate angle. Guess what? Pledge delegates. 1809 versus 1520. 1809, 1520. 1809, 1520. Who has more? There's 842 in my mind. June 4th article from The Hill. Headline, Sanders. There will be a contested convention. Hillary Clinton will not have the requisite number of pledged delegates to win the Democratic nomination at the end of the nominating process on June 14th. Won't happen. She will be dependent on superdelegates. The Democratic National Convention will be a contested convention. Oh my God. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. Apparently, apparently it's it's like the Republican Party now. It's like, oh, our candidate's so bad even though they're leading that let's have a contested convention. Let let's have a contested convention. It'll be awesome. We'll stick it to the man and we'll get our person in. And it'll be awesome. I'm sorry. I mean, Kudos for your perseverance, bud. But Tuesday, if it's done, it's done. It's over. And the this Hill article about uh, Bernie saying it'll be a contesting convention has a slight discrepancy in numbers. They say Clinton has 1769 and Sanders has 1501. Is that is that what I said? Yeah. Google's showing different stuff. I don't know why. It's, it, this is from Google sources, the AP. 
So I don't see. I can't even. You can't even get straight information on the numbers. What the hell? Oh well, screw it. You know what? You know what else has been going on in the news lately? Libertarian Party. Gary Johnson, my man, Gary Johnson. He's been featured on the news a lot more. He was just on NBC's Meet the Press. He's getting the presidential treatment. Polls have him respectively at like ten percent, eight percent, eleven percent. Fox poll among voters under the age of thirty-five, eighteen percent for Gary Johnson. This is this is pretty significant. Final out question here for you: the uh, the results come in on election night. You have had an impact. Um, will you be more comfortable if your impact elects pre- a President Clinton? Or President Trump. You know, Chuck, I would not be doing this if there weren't the opportunity to win. But the only opportunity that I have of winning is to be in the presidential debates. And to be in the presidential debates, I've got to be in the polls. Uh, right now, I've been in three national polls. Uh, but in the meantime, there have been another 40 polls where my name has not been included. No, I understand that. But if your candidacy helps elect Donald Trump, would that make you feel as if you had a successful candidacy? Well, successful candidacy will be talking about issues that aren't being talked about right now. And that combination, that unique combination of being fiscally conservative, smaller government, and individual liberty and freedom, a person's right to choose, always come down on the side of choice. And then when it comes to the military, look, let's have some skeptics here. Hillary Clinton arguably is the architect of our uh, foreign inter interventions. Um, That's a unique combination that neither party offer. And at the end of the day, you know, they're not going to just pay lip service uh, if I'm on the stage. They're going to have to do more than that. But if if you um, could not win, do you have a preference of which of the other two major party candidates you'd like to see win? Well, I would vote Libertarian. I know that there would be a Libertarian. It's important also, and I know you know this, but uh, I'm the only third party candidate that's going to be on the ballot in all 50 states. All this talk about third party well i'm it okay gary johnson we'll be watching all right coming on the show. oh Appreciate thank it. you so much now there's a reason i picked that clip out of the whole meet the press meeting and that's because the media is paying attention to it but they're still writing it off they're still brushing it off okay they, they sit down with gary johnson and they say all right well you're not going to win you're going to have an impact so who who would you rather get the impact who would you rather see get the bump hillary clinton or donald trump and Look, I've said it before. I know I know it's a long shot uh, for the Libertarian candidate to get elected. I'm in this more for what last episode was about. If you listened to last episode, if you didn't, I implore you, go listen to it right now. Go listen to it. Go. You can come back to this and finish it later. You can go and listen to last episode or listen to it after this. But it was all about the Commission on Presidential Debates, how the third party is excluded, some backdoor playing with that. And what uh, what federal funding you get if you get a certain percentage in the popular vote during the election. So, that's all stuff to keep in mind. I hate the fact that he has to go on to these news shows and get questions like that. However, I will criticize him a little bit. Gary, you got to come up with a better answer than that. I mean, you literally just try to state a case for the debates and the debates alone. I think his answer should have been more so along the lines of, look, I mean, he started it off right. Look, I wouldn't be running if there wasn't a chance to win. If there's no chance to win, there's no point in me running. That's that's, that's a good answer, but you got to expound on that. you got to say, look, 
we have a campaign strategy set up to pull in voters. And this is how we're going to pull them in. This is our platform. This is where they're going to agree with us. And they're going to look at the two other candidates. And they're going to say, well, you know who stacks up a little bit more with my principles and a little more with my idea of where America should go? These guys. These guys do. These guys in the middle. So it, it's sad to see that, but at the same time, they're building up and and they're still they're getting a lot of news press, a lot of different coverage from uh, different places. That was Meet the Press. Wall Street Journal has had several articles. Uh, Huffington Post, Forbes. It's picking up. It's gaining steam. It it it's now in it's now in the news rotation. It might not be the highlight story. It might not be the focus story, but it's there, and that's good. That's a good thing. You want to know what else is in the news that I need to comment on? Did you see that Fox issued an apology for, and I quote, X-Men billboards showing Jennifer Lawrence being strangled? The poster shows Mystique being strangled by Apocalypse. Apparently, there was a huge... Feminist movement, I guess, that jumped on this. I'm reading an article from The Guardian that says it was criticized by actor and filmmaker Rose McGowan, who said, quote, who said there was a, quote, major problem when the men and women at 20th Century Fox think casual violence against women is a way to market a film, end quote. That was my phone. I'm, I apologize. I'm not going to clean it up. Um, Fox apologized. Fox, in a statement, Fox said in highlighting the villainy of Apocalypse, quote, we didn't immediately realize the upsetting connotation of this image in print form, end quote. And my whole thing is, how did this get, how did this, how did a poster of X-Men, which is a collection of superheroes, how did, how did a poster of X-Men and the female lead getting choked, how did that spark controversy? This is a freaking superhero movie. Doesn't condone violence against women. It's actually a scene from the movie. It actually happens in the film. But we want, we want to nitpick fiction now. That's what we want to do. Let's nitpick fiction. Let's bring all the crazy movements going on and let's just lump them in with our media and movies and force them into people's minds. Let's not give them a break from anything. Let's make sure that it's shoved down their throat constantly. Sorry, Mystique is part of the X-Men, a superhero. They get attacked by villains and bad guys. Right? Right? Or better yet, let's condone violence against women on a billboard for X-Men, but let's not really do it against the group that's going against the Donald Trump woman supporter. Let's do it against a fictional billboard where, by the way, Jennifer Lawrence really wasn't hurt. Wasn't actually being hurt. It was... It was a fictional display of it. A still from a superhero movie. Let's condemn that. Let's get on top. 
and make a big deal out of that. Let's get be let's be outraged by that. But the woman who is supporting Donald Trump, she gets what she deserves because she's supporting a bigot and a sexist and a fascist and every other ist word and ism word that you can throw in there. She deserved it, right? She's okay, right? She's okay to lump and throw shit at. Oh wait. She's the real person here. Chalk this one up to people who get offended by Trump being written in chalk on a sidewalk. Quick, somebody get the safe space ready. So Fox had to issue an apology, go around and take all the billboards down, say they don't condone violence against women for a fictional movie about superheroes where a bad guy does bad things. Oh my God. Lord, I apologize for how many times I've said your name in vain. And I also apologize for all the stupid people on this stupid planet. I really am. By the way, this is my actual speaking voice. I just... Everything else, I mean... I'm so goddamn tired that I can't even... I can't even cover it up. I'm really... I mean... This is bullshit. Class A bullshit. This is why Trump is winning. It's it's this right here. This in a nutshell. Because people are tired of this. Next thing you're going to tell me. That all the superhero movies have villains that are too villainous. They're too evil. These people in these movies, they're too evil. Okay? And quite frankly, it is getting at me. Like, every time I watch one of these movies, I'm like, these guys are just so evil. So evil. They do so many bad things against humanity. We gotta stop it. We can't, we can't condone this violence in these movies. Like this anymore. We can't do these violence against women. Sarah Connor, that, that whole Terminator film shouldn't have even happened. It was nothing but violence against the woman who was pregnant, by the way. I just, uh, I can't even, I can't even today, folks. It's been 34 minutes. It's been a good edition of the Fritzcast, I believe, anyway. So I thank you for listening. I hope you learned something today. I apologize for my foul sailor mouth. And I will never again let my southern accent slip out like it did again. I, I just, I won't. I don't like that accent. I really hate it. I hate when it comes out. I like my, I like whatever this is. You know what? Before we close out, Loy, we know how we feel about Loy on this program, right? Yeah, yeah, boo, Loy. Loy's terrible. Loy said, I speak very monotonely. Do I, did I sound monotone at all this episode? Go back and listen to past episodes. Did I sound monotone then? Did, I mean... I'd like to think that I'm occasionally energetic and I, I throw in a joke or two and make things funny while we talk about things that are that are like important. Lloyd doesn't talk about anything important. Like period. The I think it might be time to actually get Lloyd on the show. I think I might have to call him up and get him on the show for at least five minutes if if I can even stomach it that much. So you can so you guys can just see how incredibly like how how awful he is. So, am I monotone? Please, tell me. Yes, no, maybe so. I don't know. Uh, 
It's one thing after the other, though. Last week it was the gorilla. This week, it's 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 billboards of movie stills. Oh my god, it's so hurtful. I I don't know how I'm gonna go to bed tonight. I don't. I really don't. Don't know how I'm going to sleep knowing that Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence's uh, fictional character of Mystique was being choked out by Apocalypse on a billboard, and how that condones violence, and how how it somehow will make it okay and make me want to, like, choke my wife. Oh, wait, it won't. The same way that when I go play uh, Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Siege later on Xbox, F'd up Ritz if you want to play with me, capital F, lowercase d, capital U, lowercase p, capital R, lowercase I-T-Z, Xbox One. Same way that playing... Rainbow Six Siege isn't going to make me want to, I don't know, go into an, go, break into a building and shoot it up. It's not going to want, is that, is that compute? I don't, I don't know. Grow up, America. What the hell? Do I have exit music this week? I kind of liked exit music last, last week. Oh, yeah. Final countdown. The, the, the final countdown for Secretary Clinton and, and her supporters and superdelegates. The final countdown, superdelegates might want to reconsider who they're going to back. It's all about the burn. Feel the burn movement. It's not the final countdown for us. It's just the beginning for us. This is a political movement. It's not going to end. It's the final countdown for you. The the, The Democratic National Convention will be a contested convention. The final countdown to Secretary Clinton. Let's stop throwing eggs at people. Let's just make them feel the burn. This was because of the huge earnings of Wall Street. The top tenth of one percent.
John Cena! Uh.